0: Hello Fox fans, how the devil are we? Hey, don't you wish your football club was hot like mine? I know, I can't afford to get the pussycat dolls in, so you've got to have an old guy here with a sore throat singing it for you. But hey, how good is it being a Leicester fan at the moment? (laughs) To be honest with you, you don't need a semi when you support Leicester. You get one all the time. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. We are on Facebook, Leicester Till I Die The Group. We're on Twitter, at Leicester TID. And if you're not on it yet, please get over to YouTube, watch us on there, Leicester Till I Die TV, and press my buttons, tweak my bits, and subscribe to me on YouTube. Football is back! Oh, it is. I can't wait. We've literally got less than 24 hours. And tonight, you've got the massive game between the Minnows and the Giants. Yes, the Minnows of Arsenal are travelling to the Giants of Brentford and starting the season off and talking about starting the season off how can you not start the season off with this picture look at that international man of mystery there mr craig bird he's got he's got his hands on two trophies and it was a long time since his wife let him do that but i tell you what it's a thorn a thorn between two roses but let's bring him in before he kills me good, good evening sir
1: good evening chris good evening everybody yes indeed it was uh it was, it was a, a great thing for the club to do. They, they gave uh, fans, uh, season ticket holders, the opportunity to go down over the past few days and have their photo taken with uh, the two trophies. So uh, so it's fantastic. That on top of the announcement for the, for the new stadium, all the development around it. And as you say, we've been very, very uh, aggressive in the transfer market, gone out and got four players. Uh, and I don't think anybody's left really yet at the moment, apart from
0: Gazelle. Um, <coughs> the biggest so, loss. Yeah, the biggest yeah it's loss. A, gr- a great you time
1: know. to be a Leicester fan,
0: isn't it? Just, and it does and it's a great time to be my daughter as well. Um, this is my favourite podcast. She says, um, "Excellent." She has to Thanks, be Emma. totally unbiased, so she knows she's out. Me, will. Um, <laughs> What's she going to do without that? That fiver. Well, who knows? Who knows? Tycho, hi there, mate. How you doing? Bit worried about the big game tonight. Like I say, it's you know, Brentford away. Oh, tricky one for you. Um Rene, I'm good. Well, I've got full of man flu. Man flu, last day. Those of you that have been watching here, look at that. Look at that, man flu, man flu lozenges. There we go. That's how you know, you know when you
1: know when you were a kid, Chris, and yes. uh, if you didn't want to play, and there was a lot of lot of kids who who didn't want to play, they'd send their uh, they'd go to the teacher with a note saying, mm. "Sorry, can I be excused? Uh, I, uh, you know, he's not feeling up to it tonight." Interesting to see that Aubameyang and Lacazette have both arrived with notes
0: saying that <laughs> they're not well enough to play tonight. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, what's that It's all a about? sick note. How how long's that sick note for though? <laughs> oh, God knows. I don't know. They're both feeling poorly. Bless them. I Bless know. them. Despite that, um uh, Tyco, Arsenal fan, big Arsenal fan there. Well, thanks for coming anyway, mate, but he still thinks he's gonna be two one. To, uh, to, to Arsenal. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. No disrespect, mate, but come on, Brentford. But uh, you did say, you did say, oh, I like to see the small clubs doing well. I like to see this when they come up. I've predicted, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, I've seen you pop in on a couple of the shows I've been doing. You know, I've got Brentford finishing mid table, and I really, really hope they do. It's nice to see these smaller clubs because I remember that was us at one point.
1: It was. It was us, yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think that might be a stretch for them, to be honest. But it depends. If Tony scores goals, then um, that helps. That's always the downfall, isn't it, of, uh, yes. of teams coming up whether they can score enough.
0: But when I mean, you when you look at it, you've got um, look at Sheffield United in their first mm. season. Yeah, didn't score many. True, true, they kept a lot of clean sheets, didn't they? And kept um, they, it tight in were, the back. They were battling for Europe at one place. Yeah. Blackpool, when they came up, were mm. top of the league for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. It didn't end very well for them, and of course, Hull managed to stay up that first year, even if he did take a ticking off in the centre circle from the manager. But um, so, yeah, it, it is possible. It is possible, mm. but um, it's, I think it's getting it's getting harder as well, though, for these teams when they come up because I do think the gap between the Premier League and the Championship is getting bigger.
1: It is, um, but I think these clubs that have come up are, are trying to do it the right way. That. They're coming up playing football, which they'll need to do really to actually have any chance. They'll have to play a bit yeah. of decent football. And all three teams have have come up, you know, um, definitely uh, Brentford, definitely Norwich, Watford a little bit more direct. But um, but no, as you say, if they could keep it tight at the back and nick a few goals, yeah. then, uh, then they've got every chance. And if you've got a goal scorer, you've always got a chance.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I would have been happy to get uh, Ivan Tooney at one point, but mm. obviously when they got promoted, he, he wasn't going to leave. No. Uh, good evening, Dan. Um, you can tell it's Friday the 13th. I'm sat indoors watching two, two young duffers instead of the pub. Cheers, Dan. <laughs> at least he said Appreciate young, it. I suppose. At least he said young. That's, uh, that was what this. it means is his
1: missus has told him he can't go out. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. See, this is why he wears a cap, you see. I wear a cap because I've got no hair. Dan mm. wears a cap because of the thumbprints all over his top right. of his head, you know. <laughs> Rich, good evening, Rich. Um, uh, how are we doing? He thinks uh, he thinks Leicester will win this. Uh, well, well, we'll talk about it because, you know, we've not got the best, well, we've not got a bad record, but they never mm. sort of haven't been exciting games for a while. <laughs> <Right>. But before, <laughs> to say the least, you know, Snooze Fest. Mm. But. Before we start that, I mean, like you said earlier, we've had the news of the stadium, which, when it first, this design again, it's been a, it's been a badly kept secret. From above, it looks like a boots foot spa, but yeah. when you look at it as part of the whole complex, my yeah. God, you know, it's uh, mm. is this, is this my club? You know, um, know, yeah, a little bit of me is thinking. I'm worried we're getting too big, but I think mm-hmm. with the owners, we've got they're not gonna get unattached from the fans, which is the good thing. No. But not only that, a week ago, just well, a week and two days ago, we played a friendly against Villarreal. Mm-hmm. Our main defender was brutally hacked down. There's no two ways about it. It should have been, he should have gone. Um I don't wish him any harm, but I think Chelsea could have done him one the other night and they didn't, but, uh, he's out now for most of the season. Hopefully we'll mm-hmm. be back in, you know, in the new year, but we know what the light like. plays never come back. We saw that with Madison and, and Pierre. It takes them a while to get back yeah. in. So we've probably not going to see the best of him for the whole season. Mm-hmm. Within yeah. a week, they've got somebody in having a medical signed and I believe he's been signed and, and, and he can actually start on Friday. And, uh, Mr. Mr. Vestergaard, or oh, they call him here Lestergaard.
1: Lestergaard, yeah, yes, I did see that. is is um, a unit, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, as as uh, as Jamie, you know, it's nice that Michael's got a uh, got his Danish friend in. Yeah, ooh, Danish friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're going to see that a few more times uh, over so, the coming yeah. days. Yeah. That's going
0: to be a shout as well at the at the old KP. Oh, well, it's got to it? be, yeah. I mean. <coughs> As I said before, you
1: know, I thought he was a bit more left-footed uh, and left-sided. It wasn't really what we needed with uh, with Soyuncu being over there. But having watched him and watched a few bits on on YouTube over the last few days, he looks like a ball-playing centre-half. That's for sure. You know, he does like to play uh, some neat passes. To be honest, uh, between the lines. So I would Im- I would say that. You know, Fafana, obviously, is a fantastic talent. But in terms of whether this is... It'll be interesting to see whether it's an upgrade on Johnny Evans. You know, Johnny's mm. been been fantastic. What Vestigard will give us is clearly more of a presence in both boxes. We're pretty poor in both boxes, particularly from set pieces, corners. Um, But also, his distribution isn't the best, Johnny Evans, but... Um, I, yes. think, uh, I think I think Vestergaard is is pretty decent on the ball, so uh, so you know he could fit in nicely there. So it'll be interesting, but nice to have uh, as I say a presence in the box.
0: Uh, well, yes, yeah, six foot is it six foot six six foot something, isn't he? You know. Yeah, I think he's um, about uh, six foot six foot uh, six foot seven. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean you know, j- j- I mean, just in case anybody's watching and they're not doing anything after this show at 8:30 i'm actually having a chat with uh saints podcast match day vlogs. Uh, we're going to have a quick uh, a quick uh, 20 minute chat about um Yannick Vestergaard and we will learn all about him is he all that we will find out uh, uh, later on. um yeah. so that that's 8:30 so tune in for that and uh, mm-hmm. nobody nobody can give us a lowdown on a player like the the fans of the last club that were at
1: that's true. I look uh, just on that comment there. I, I look forward to doing my first uh, my first show with Heather um, uh, in the, in the coming weeks and months. Yeah,
0: looking forward to that, Heather. The is the way she's going through jobs at the moment. That is probably her next job. Which <laughs> which job are you on at the moment? Honestly, she's 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 actually not sort of being sat, but she's just actually getting job offers all the time. Yeah. <coughs> better job so she's had about five jobs in about a year so uh i've no idea where you are at the moment heather so uh have to let me know um yeah and as when he says <laughs> that Ooh, danish friends but uh but <laughs> yeah uh heather says she's very you, you excite her as well <laughs> tell, what, tell thanks, you what heather, thanks
1: I'm- heather thank you <laughs> i can i can feel the flutter starting already
0: <laughs> i'm gonna have a word with josh heather <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you, you you'll be in trouble, Heather, you'll be in trouble. Me think she might have been drinking a little bit. But um It's hereditary then. Yes, it is. It is. Yes. It's like diarrhea, it runs in your genes. Um oh, oh it's back. The football season is back ah, and tonight football. Yes, football. It <laughs> is it is this It's the Premier League preview show with Chris
1: and Craig on Leicester
0: till I die TV on YouTube facebook and twitter it is the preview show with me and craig two young duffers as we've been called and uh, we've got this saturday mm. 14th of august we're not on telly we're back having to watch it on uh, different methods yeah. three o'clock king power it's free on bbc radio leicester if you are in the county or lcfc.com radio um, if you are elsewhere. Uh, and it's nice to be back. I guess you're going down, Craig.
1: I will be there. I should be making the most of a uh, Saturday 3 p.m. Uh, kickoff. off few and far between. It, it um, will
0: probably be the, our
1: first and our last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as it stands, we're, we're, we're still due to play Man City at 3 o'clock on a Saturday, which seems bizarre t- for some reason, but... Uh, we shall see, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, the again, the owners of uh, are welcoming everybody back with a free water or a or a beer, um, just to say uh, say hello again. So another great um, a, oh. a great thing
0: from our owners. I, I, I'm I'm missing that again. You have to you have to save me one and send it up. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I'll tell you what. Just to get the essence
1: of it, I'll send you the empty can, Chris. How's that? It'll be less hey. on postage. Cheers, mate. You know, you're a
0: friend. Yeah, I <laughs> You're a friend. I mean, right, there's, yeah. not many, there's not many clubs that you would go and they'd actually encourage you to drink. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. But uh,
1: no, it's it's nice, again, for them to recognise that the fans have been away for a long time, apart from the yes. few
0: that were lucky enough to get in on the Spurs no, game. I mean, has been a while. That sums sums the owners up, doesn't it? You know, like you it say, it's, it's been... It's, we've been about a season and a half, literally, yeah. hasn't it?
1: It does. It it it's, it's going to be weird to have a to have a full house there. So uh, looking forward to it immensely.
0: And you'll have to let me know if they still, when you get your drink, if they put the stamp on the back of the hand that you can <laughs> yeah. rub off like that, and exactly. then you walk round to the next one, get it. At yeah. that hand this time, yes, please. Thank you. Walk around. We've all done it. We've all done it. Don't <laughs> deny it. Um, Wolves up at home. Not a bad first game. No. <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Um, as you said before, you touched on it before. Our games against Wolves over the last few seasons have hardly been goal fests, have they? No. Uh, if you're going to have a flutter, I would put it on a on a on a low score, less than two and a half, I would think. But um, yes.
0: Well, there's last but, seasons for you. Yeah.
1: And I think the season before was probably a nil-nil thrown in there as well. So I think uh, we've
0: got to go back over two seasons, and we had a four-three against them. Yeah, um, and that each, went the wrong way, I think. And that did go the wrong way. Yeah. So <laughs> even Brad said, if it's, if it's a boring nil-nil, he's refusing to do the post-match show. Uh, somehow, I can't I can't, I can't, I can't see it. Somehow, no, I can't right. see it this time. Um, it's going to be great because it'll be the first chance a lot of fans get to see the new signings. Mm-hmm. Um, if you weren't at Wembley at all uh, for the. Um, the Community Shield, or mm. as I stand I'm going to say this every time I say Community Shield, I actually still call it the English Super Cup. Yes, yeah, quite right too. It should be really right. In, yeah. in Spain, it would be the Super Cup, yeah. wouldn't it? It's Premier League versus FA, so we are champions of uh, champions of England, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, but no, all joking aside. Uh, I mean, I've got to be honest with you, Ryan Bertrand. I was literally, he's he's going to start, isn't he? He's having oh, such definitely. a good season. Definitely. I mean, he's been <laughs> put on virtually all of the uh, all of
1: the set pieces. You know, he's, he's taken off Madison, so we've yeah. got somebody who can actually get past the first man at a corner. So that's a bonus. Yeah. So we, you know, we've automatically we, with him and Vestergaard, yes. surely we're going to score from a corner. Um, yeah. Free kicks. But no, he's played really well. He's he's looked he's looked solid at the back. Um, that bit of experience. Um, he's been. A solid signing, has he? And a free signing at that. So, yeah. you know, a great piece of work. And I think we were in for him quite early and I think that helped, you know, that we'd mm. identified him early on. And we, you know, I've read a few things. Um, and I know Fabrizio, when you, you did your uh, your piece with Fabrizio, was talking about how early Leicester get in for their players and they, mm. they, they sort of talk to them over a long period of time and get to know them as people and, and sort of really sell the club. Uh, to them, and I think as soon as we were interested, I think there was no hesitation that he was going to come here. No, but he was—he was an understated signing, wasn't he? But
0: well, him know, at Mustard
1: be... really. Yes. both you know, the, at the at the tail end of their careers, uh, you would say. But sometimes you need Premier League experience, you know. Um, mm. You know, you've got to have the—you can't have the youth everywhere. You know, we've got foreign players. Uh, who have had one or two seasons here, here now, and have bedded in a little bit more, but you can't. There's no, there's no getting away from experience of what that brings you. And, and Bertrand particularly is going to be a great mentor to uh, to young Luke Thomas.
0: And I've seen him on the pitch, you know. And we've only had friendlies and then, like I say, the Community Shield and the Villarreal game. But he takes control. He's yeah. that older head. I mean, I think he's probably the oldest outfield player apart from mm. Jamie Vardy. Uh, yeah. But you know he does instruct he does G the team up and it's mm-hmm. like maybe that's that we've said you know we've said many times we've lacked an on you know uh, you got casper in goal but as sort an of outfield um general if you like maybe 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 he's that it is i mean it's interesting with him and and all the signings really
1: you would say that they are all forward thinking you know samare yeah. in the middle uh, you know, a lot of people are likening him to uh, Ndidi. But again, I think he's he's a little bit more forward-thinking. Bertrand, already we've seen, likes to get forward. Daka is just, uh, you know, Jamie Vardy in waiting. Yeah. Uh, and from what I've seen of Vestergaard, he does like to, to spray a pass around. So uh, so I think it's an exciting... It's probably as exciting on the back of last season with the cup holders, with the community slash uh super super cup holders yes there's there's just so much to be positive about um and obviously you know if the result goes the wrong way they'll all be out again um, um all the moaners but yes. you know you've got to have a long term view and i think i think this is the best we've looked uh going into a season season yes. for
0: quite a while i i, I yeah no i never felt this confidence going into a season mm-hmm. but I can see it hard for Johnny Evans getting back in, to be honest with you. Uh, certainly not for sort of pre- Premier League, which is still, I know we're in the Europa League and I know I've sort of said, I think we're going to go on and win that. But the Premier League still got to be your priority. When yeah. you look at that back now, you've got Ryan Bertrand, uh, Yannick Vestergaard. They have played together for a couple of seasons. They know each other where they are, what they'll be doing. Yeah. And you got, ooh, Danish friends with Vestergaard and Schmeichel. We've got to doubt that is a new rule. We have to say that every time we talk about <laughs> them together. you got Vestergaard and Schmeichel who know each other again and could probably swear at each other in Danish so yeah. nobody else knows. So it's, it's great that it's, mm-hmm. he is, that like you literally say, no pun intended, but hit the ground running.
1: I mean, if you look at that, you've got Soyuncu, Vestergaard, uh, Bertrand and Pereira. That's a pretty solid... Back four,
0: oh, God, yeah. and then
1: you've got Fafana, Castagna, Johnny Evans, and uh, and James Justin. You know, mm-hmm. there's another four sitting in behind them. You know, as soon as everybody's fit. So, from that
0: perspective, we're in a very good place at the minute. Un- 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 unbelievable. Um, I think we're still looking at a. a, a well, you, you mentioned before when we had a chat mm-hmm. on the show. Um, we're still looking at maybe a right right winger. Yeah. Although, you know, again, I mean, you got we have got Mark Albrighton. He doesn't seem to like starting him. He likes to bring him on as an impact player. Yeah. Almost certainly Perez is going to be out there, which mm. we know. You know, we don't need to go over Perez and the right wing. Right. But you've also got Piera if Castagna comes back when he's fit, moving Piera up. Mm. But I think we do need an out-and-out out right winger. Now, whether that's maybe Dan James on loan rather than a purchase at this point, mm. I don't know.
1: I know. I know you're a big fan of the of uh, of Dan James. Um, that's that's one we'll agree to differ on. I think
0: Not only because uh, I think he's done it for he can do it for Wales. We've seen he had a really good Euros. Mm. Uh, I thought um, he's young and Brendan can mould him. Mm-hmm. I think. I. I think it's funny now, isn't it? But probably mm. two seasons ago,
1: you'd have probably said yes because we were a mid-table team. I'm not sure now that we're looking to be pushing top four every season now, whether you can afford to bring someone into mould who's going to start every game. Um, So I'm not sure. And and for me, you know, Brendan's always come out and said he prefers someone who could come in on his left foot. I'm not sure that is Dan James. But he definitely gives you pace. He's, he's, He's direct. And he does need to go somewhere where he's going to get game time because there's definitely a good player in there. I think it's another Man U thing that if you don't get off to a flying start at Man U, you find yourself on the bench and then your confidence starts to, to drain away. So there's definitely a good player there, whether it's with us, I'm not sure, but I thought it was interesting because it's quite rare for Brendan to actually come out and admit that he's still looking to buy players. You know, he's usually very coy, but in that interview, he said, you know, quite openly, we're still open to doing some more business in this window so i think it's a watch this
0: space definitely but yeah the the worry for me is as to what money we've got mm-hmm. you know that we uh i mean i don't i don't want us to be in the position where arsenal are allegedly with, mm-hmm. with madison that they're gonna they're gonna to want to bring madison in then they're gonna to have to sell to raise yeah. the money and you know when you're saying that about a club like arsenal it mm. shows how the pandemic has hit i mean look at barcelona you know yeah. they're 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 in the deep doos up to the neck you know because mm. of the pandemic so i just I'm, I'm impressed that they've gone out and found this money to go and buy mm. uh Vestergaard. And I'm, that's why I'm just thinking it might be a loan rather than a no, it could be. It it, yeah. it
1: could well be, to be honest, as we'll see and we'll 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 touch on later, you know. <coughs> um our opponents tomorrow have gone into the loan market for a winger and a winger that yeah. we uh, we were linked with. So it forward could well forward. be that that's yep. that that's the way forward.
0: We'll come on to him. Scott's asking mm. here, uh, I was reading this earlier, uh, mm. thoughts in an being linked with Roma. I can't see that happening, can you? I can't at, at this moment
1: in time, I think he's still uh got a massive part to play. He was asked the question, uh, I think after the charity shield. Um, sorry, showing my age there, still calling it the charity shield. <laughs> the super cup. Uh, the super cup. <laughs> um, you know, the the interviewer tried to probe him and tried to, to to sort of sort of cause a bit of controversy and said, Surely after what you did last season, you must have been disappointed not to start the game. And uh And I know he's not going to come out and say he's disappointed, but he was quite open in saying that, you know, it's a squad. He knows everybody's got a part to play in the squad. And he's got, even in the games pre-season, he's been having plenty of pitch time and he's seen as as, uh, an important member. And I think he's the type of guy who needs to be in a place where he's loved. Yes. And and he is. He is here. He's surrounded. as, As we touched on before, everybody says, what a fantastic environment they create here at Leicester. Going over to a new country, uh, Roma, with a manager who we know can be very volatile. You know, he can be your best friend, but then he can be your worst enemy in Mourinho. I'm yeah. not sure that's the type of move
0: that would be that attractive to him, to be honest. No. And also, I think, you know, he's only just signed a new contract again. So if he was mm. unhappy yeah. a year ago, he wasn't in the place where he is now. Mm. You know, as if, you know, he he wasn't in the team as often. He wasn't scoring as often. And yet he signed an extension to his contract. So he's totally not unhappy here. Um, no, you would say that in most, of, you know,
1: you, you can say um, two words, Harry Kane, um, in terms of people signing contracts. Uh, I think if a contract's put in front of you these days, giving you more money, you're going to sign it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I, he looks happy. You know, he looks at home. He looks like he's well liked in and around the club. Um, And I think that's an important thing for him. You know, he's a confidence player uh, and all that upheaval.
0: I'm not sure that he's he's ready for that, to be honest. No, no. Um, Say hello to uh, Miss Molina. Nice kit. uh, the new the. The, the new kit again the new away kit what can I we, we we I saw it a lot down at Wembley and I do like it I don't like the third kit though Craig I don't know about you I'm not it looked it, it, I saw it in the shop today and it's it's yeah. flying off the shelves uh,
1: that's for sure right. um I would have preferred it if it was a darker grey it's a little bit too light grey for me but mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I think the, the the sponsors logo should have been in the same pink as well um, yeah, but it's different, isn't it? You know, it's I <laughs> you, you know, if anybody could show that off, well, Chris, I'm sure it's you.
0: Well, I don't like to hide my feminine side. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm open no. to it. So, uh, uh, you know, the pink. It's a very bright pink, though, isn't it? It's it is, like it is quite. Red red it, it is quite bright. You're, uh, yes.
1: You, you're going to be noticed on the the number sixty seven on the way home on a Saturday night, Chris.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sixty seven. I remember. Right. Okay. So. Who will I mean? Do you think we'll see Vestergaard in for Wolves? I mean, I'm, I'm they announced it mid afternoon, they yeah. waited till I got in the bath, which is pretty typical of Leicester. But, um, did they do it in time? Do we know for tomorrow? Yeah. By all yeah. accounts, they've done it in time. And Southampton gave him permission
1: to come and train with us before it had all been signed as well, so he has trained with the team, right? So it wouldn't surprise me if he starts, to be honest. I think if it was you know with all due respect uh one of the bigger boys he may not have gone straight in yeah but I think you know it'll be interesting because you know with Wolves you've got um I hope his name's gone out of my head but the striker coming back um Jimenez Jimenez yeah from injury you do wonder how he's going to react in in uh, aerial confrontations you know I it's only natural to be a little bit hesitant. I haven't seen much of him in in preseason. I know he's played quite a bit. I wasn't sure he'd ever come back, to be honest. But you've got to think that he's going to be a little bit reticent reticent in going in for, for uh, aerial duels, particularly yeah. if he's up against somebody like Vestergaard. So it wouldn't surprise me if they if they put him in because he is good in the air. If he's the same Jimenez that we that that they had uh, prior to the injury.
0: I've got to say, and I want to just sidetrack a little bit. Um, Southampton are part of this conversation because of uh, Vestergaard, but mm. to give a player permission to go and train with somebody that's walking to buy buy them, yeah. I mean, that clubs I've, I've actually ended up putting them in the bottom three to go down yeah. this season. You know, they've lost they You know, they. Did, Bertrand, Bertrand again. again <laughs> the French, the, his French cousin is back. After to say, it's only Vince. <laughs> um, Bertrand, Bertrand uh, obviously didn't sign a new contract, so no. you know, he went. Ings has gone. We've just mm. got Vestergaard. If I was a Saints fan, I'd be looking out where the where the clubs are in the second tier. Yeah, I think it's a little bit worrying for them, isn't it? Um, I think what they've
1: done, they've allowed people to run contracts down, haven't they? Um, mm. And you know, if if you're playing well and you're in a team like Southampton, again, no disrespect to them, a, a you know a well-run club and, a, and a, yeah. a successful club, been in the Premiership for a long time now. But if you want to try and push on, then you're you're unlikely to be signing longer term contracts when you get down into your last year. And I think that's what's happened with Vestergaard He's only got a year left. I think Ings was going into his last year on a contract. So they just decided to cash in. Uh, you know, you would think that they've got their own targets. You know, he said uh, Hassan Hoodle that he was quite pleased with the business they'd done. I'm not sure they've really replaced Ings, although... I do quite like the look of um, of uh, Adam Armstrong, who they pulled in from Blackburn. Blackburn. got a fantastic yeah. goal record. So, yeah. if you've got people who are still creating chances, I think he will put them away. And uh, yeah. they've managed to hang on to Ward Prowse because, uh, obviously, Villa made a, a big bid for him. Yeah, exactly. I think if Ward Prowse had gone, then I think it would have been curtains for them, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, but they managed to hang on to him. So, yeah, worrying yeah. times if I was a Southampton fan. And... Um, you never know. I do like Hassan Hootle though. You know, the way that he pulled that team back together after the 9-0 shows a hell of a lot. How's uh, all very... Man United? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, they have they, they have these goals, don't they? But they stick together yeah. and he and he pulls them together and they just tailed off a little bit last season. But I like him as a manager. I think he's quite open and honest. Uh, and I wish them well. You know, I, I I wouldn't like to see them struggling down there, but you do fear a little bit
0: looking at Wolves, we said how sort of close it was and the games were always close i mean we played each other eight times in the premier league we've drawn four and we've won two each um uh and both of them being home games i mean can you see beyond on the draw i mean everybody will come on to sort of score predictions in a minute but everybody's going for for a leicester win it's the new manager coming in Uh, who I hadn't heard of before he came in, but uh, with the surname of Larga, you've got to think, you know, (laughs) he's probably, you know, all right. Um, But, uh, you know, I just, I was surprised Nuno went. Uh, I was talking to a Wolves guy last night, and he was saying um, there was probably more going on behind the scenes than than people know. He maybe wasn't being given the funds that he should have had Mm -hmm. um, to to take Wolves forward. Obviously, we went off and became Spurs eighth choice manager, but I just think they're going to struggle this year. I, think, I, I, I think th- Nuno, th- Nuno was such a good fit for them.
1: Yeah, I think, I think you could be right. Um, they are, you know, they'd probably got to a point where it was um, twist or bust for them. And, um, and it seems like they didn't want to twist, you know, they mm-hmm. wanted to, or at least, I don't think they had that, the backing to buy without selling. Um, and they've managed to they, they managed to hang on to most of the players. I mean, they lost Giotta last year. Uh, Doherty went off to Spurs. It'll be interesting to see whether he's he's playing regularly again because Mourinho didn't seem to like him, uh, even though he bought him. Which, yeah. again, just shows you why Iheanacho probably shouldn't go anywhere near Roma. Um, but with Nuno going there, you would think Doherty's going to get back in um but they've got some they've got some decent players. you know it's interesting that Cody didn't get a kick um in the euros yeah. this season. yeah you know, by all accounts, I think he's going to play alongside one of the younger lads who played a little bit last year. So I think this is a big season for for wolves um and probably one where they should just look to be trying to maintain a mid-table spot because it could go horribly wrong. I'm not sure about the the depth they've got there's two or three key players who have got to turn up I think this season uh and stay fit and if they don't then they could be in trouble
0: I t- totally but I think it's a big um it's a big season for a lot of teams to be honest with yeah. you um I mean Manchester City and Chelsea 100 million and 95 million you know respectively on players coming in mm-hmm. uh they've got to justify that and you know buying one player but you know buying Grealish He's good, one hundred million. He's going to have to be absolutely. He's going to have to be twelve out of ten, isn't he? You know, yeah. so you can see things going wrong there. Ole, I think at Man United, it's it's if he doesn't win something this season with the money they've spent, I think he he could probably go. You know, he's he, he has he has been the proverbial bottler, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ole, yeah. uh, I mean, there is a lot of. I think a lot of managers have probably got away with it because of the fact that it's been COVID. Mm -hmm. and you can say well you know you you can't it would have been unfair I think with Sheffield United uh sacking their manager I think it's so unfair in the the times where we were to Mm. people because it wasn't it wasn't normal but we're back to normal now whatever normal is um Mm. it it is a big it's 20 teams have all got to have big seasons there is and you've got you know this is that thing is that balance
1: isn't it between becoming a, a bigger club and a successful club without the weight of expectation being too great. You've mentioned four teams there who will all be disappointed if they don't win the league. Yeah. You know, we'll be ecstatic if we make top four. You know, we, we haven't got yeah. those at the moment, those... Um, thoughts about we're going to be in this title race I don't think well I think uh, I think you'd be a bit bit silly if if you think so against four you, you know if if three of them were, were weak and you were up against one-on-one then maybe but four clubs who have spent money uh have solidified and strengthened this season three of them are going to be disappointed uh, <coughs> which means people are going to be under pressure mm-hmm. players are going to be under pressure managers are going to be under pressure and quite rightly as you say you can get away with that a little bit when it's an empty stand when there's 40 50 60,000 people sque-
0: screaming at you it's a little bit different yeah i, I mean talk. you you, you you've hit the on the head there for one team which is newcastle and they're going to be um i mean steve bruce must be putting a colostomy bag on himself as as we speak ready for the weekend yeah i feel i feel a if little it's... bit sorry for steve bruce
1: to be honest you know yeah when all yeah. his when all his best players were on the pitch They played some great football. You know, he wanted to to go forward. They haven't really strengthened at the back, which is a worry for them. Mm. Um, But going forward, they've got some great talent. And, uh, you know, if he gets them going and get the crowd behind them, then uh, they they could do pretty well if they get off to a good start. And I think that's the key. Get off to a bad start. Fans will be on his back and uh, it'll be curtains,
0: I think. I think fans are on his back already. To be honest with you, it's a bit unfortunate. With and this again gets me with the Arsenal fans. One bad season, they finished eighth. They didn't qualify for Europe for the first time in 25 years, and it's all woe is me. You know, I think he's the. I think look, look, he's the
1: manager who's under most pressure yes, this season. Yeah. I was going
0: to say, you know, if, if, if you're bothered about how things have gone wrong, Arsenal fans, just have a look at Newcastle, mm. and then you've got nothing to moan about. You know, uh, Crafty Fox. Good evening. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we were talking about this early I will yeah. have to get this up on, on plus one and <laughs> see we did we did talk about the wing winger situation yeah. but looking at our team tomorrow we're not going to be doing, we're going to change it a little bit around this season as regards to, so you used to pick your 11 last season but it got to the point where it was the same eleven most weeks well, because- it was and, and Brendan yeah. obviously has
1: a reputation he can't be seen to be taking my team every week so he deliberately yeah. changed it so uh, yes. it, it was becoming yes. pointless.
0: Well you know he, he, he you know he rang me and he said like we can stop we can stop Craig doing that it's putting mm. me under pressure yeah <laughs> but but just generally um we're gonna see four to back I think that's gonna be his preferred I think so. Yeah. I think so. You know, there's this little part of me
1: thinks whether he's brought Vestergaard into play in the middle of a three. Mm-hmm. Um, and he might throw that, spring that one on us. But from everything we've seen in pre season, that would be a surprise. I think Vestergaard <laughs> gives us the option to do that as a, the big guy in between two um, yeah. centre halves, you know, if Johnny's fit again. Um, but I think it's pretty much he's going to go with a four.
0: Do you think that I mean Soyuncu scares me in a three? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if if he's three in the back and it's so, I think, oh my god, here we go. You know, it just worries <laughs> me. He 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 is so much better as part of that four with somebody either side of him. Yes, I think it. You know, we've talked about this before with he
1: playing as a solo holding midfielder versus uh, having two there as well. Players have to take responsibility when yeah. they're in their position. When there's a back three, it's always got to be in your thoughts, well, there's two people who, who might cover me. When indeed he was in a two holding, there was always someone else who would cover him if he didn't do his job. The responsibility comes on you when it's your position. Um, and
0: I think Soyuncu thrives on that. I think he does, but you could be right. Um, did Madison start tomorrow? Um, yeah, I, I think... I think, apart from
1: um, uh, probably Vestergaard coming in for a Marty, I think it will be the uh, the Super Cup team uh, that he starts with. To I be honest, a
0: bit, I feel a bit sorry with that. With uh, <coughs> excuse me, in that show, mm-hmm. because I mean, him and Vardy struck up the partnership, and it's like that's what got, that's what kept us where we were towards the end of the season, yeah. And yet, he doesn't seem to be going going with that. No, I am um,
1: again. He's going to stick on a fisherman's friend. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, you might yes. want to turn your camera off. Um, <laughs> I, we uh, it depends unless he decides <laughs> he's going to again throw throw a curveball in there and and play Acho. Um So it's almost more of a more of a four three three. But I, I think he's stuck for for options, and I think with Barnes coming back in. I think that means that that he's going to go with one up top, and it's going to be Vardy. And uh, but you do look at you do look at what Ian Acho did, and even in in pre season, you know he's looked sharp and he's looked direct. You know he he won the penalty by latching yeah. onto that um, that Aki mistake, yeah, uh, and he had two or three other opportunities in that. So he, he looks sharp. So I think the good thing is Vardy knows he hasn't got a free ride this season. You know he's got to be at it. And even if that means he runs himself into the ground for 60 minutes and then he gives way, in the same way that Okazaki did when we won the title, that could be his role, that he's the guy who gets hooked after, six, uh, after 60 minutes. Yeah.
0: I'm going to just uh, say hello to Warren Knight. Finally, Warren, you, you got up in time. Bless him. He's, he's, he's from South Australia. Oh, hi, and, hi Warren. Uh, yeah, he he's like, It must be like four in the morning or something there, and he he gets up early. And I never see his comments come up, and he always just comes on just as I'm playing the outro, and, uh, <laughs> and I miss him. So, Warren, mate, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for finally getting up and watching us live. Mm-hmm. Do we look any nicer live? they probably I not actually. No. no, no. It's like it's like Night of the Living Dead here. I tell you that. so <laughs> that's what we are. Um. Two players I want to talk about here before we go on to um, the the news uh, slot that we've got. Barnes, he's mm. looked hot, hasn't he? He has. He looks very direct. Um, mm. As soon as he gets the ball,
1: whether he's been told or whether he's just saying this is my season, he's looked to take his uh, his fullback or his defender on. Uh, very direct. And if you if you're going to be direct, you're going to attract another player to you as well. So he's going to be. Have two players come in to close him down, which creates space for the intelligent players around him to take advantage of that space. So I think he's it's a big season for Barnes because mm-hmm. you know he got he was looking great last season until he got that that injury. He was looking like he could force his way into uh, Southgates. Um, you're not the one still, uh squad yeah. for the Euros, and um and then he got the injury. A yeah, it's a, so it's, it's a it's a big season for Barnes and he started yeah. pre-season like he knows it and, uh, and he's going to be very direct. So, yeah, big season for him and uh, I'm excited to see what he does this season.
0: I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but it's also a big season, I believe, for Vardy. I think yeah. it's possibly his last season where we could see him playing as the main striker. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly believe that... Will he want to take a step down and play for? Maybe if Sheffield Wednesday, somebody coming for him, he may say, "Yeah, let me go back and and have a last." You know, um, who are who are there? But I think as a ninety-minute player, week in, week out, he's coming mm-hmm. to this. This is probably the season, um, but he, he 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 can't find the net. I mean, you know, in in the Community Shield, he had a wonderful chance, and the goalkeeper did what I would call a Schmeichel. You know, just made mm. himself big and he hit part of his body and mm. went. And that's what Schmeichel does. Mm. And if it's Schmeichel, he's saying it's a fantastic save. Um, it, it has been a while since he scored, though.
1: It, it has. I mean, what I would say there is I I was down the other end of the ground. And as you, as you know, Chris, I was quite low down. So it was difficult to see what actually happened there. And I thought at the time it was a bad miss. When you see it back, it was a little bit behind him. What I would say is he got a really good connection on the ball, which is in, encouraging. He, he caught it nicely. But you're right. Uh, I think we've, we saw a different Jamie last season, didn't we? One who was a little bit less selfish, was happy yeah. to be a support player when needs be, was getting his head up a lot more and picking out um, players around him. Now, that worked really well in the two. How that's going to translate when he's the one... I'm not sure, but that may be why we're still looking for that winger and, and we're going with Barnes because Brendan's asked them to get up in support quicker. I think what we lacked a little bit last season when um, before he went to the two was the Vardy was so quick. We didn't have players who wanted to get up in support quickly enough or weren't able to, so he was a bit isolated. But I think you're right. As I touched on just a few minutes ago, he he could be this uh, the new Okazaki in terms of putting yeah. 60 minutes in, and then that gets reversed over the next season, season or two, so he's <coughs> one coming on for 20, 30 minutes mm. as the
0: impact player. Terry Bez, and good evening, Terry. Thanks for joining us. Vards thrives on crowds Ooh. in the ground. Um, talking to which, so does a certain, I believe, Mr. Madison. I think he, he'll be played a little bit better now. Maybe the crowds are back.
1: I think so, and it was encouraging, I thought, um, against Man City, uh, that he was looking to get on the ball and turn and he I mean he must have got fouled ten times in the first fifteen yeah. minutes of that game, um, because people know he's the threat. So, like we said for for Barnes, this is a big, big season for Madison. If he wants to get back in the England frame, you know, if he wants more than mid-table clubs like Arsenal coming in for him, then you know, he's gotta he's gotta have a, he's gotta have a big season.
0: <laughs> it took a while for that comment to sink in, but um I'm just counting here one, seven, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 days, Arsenal. Eighteen days in counting. You've uh, you got to raise the money. Um and they say don't throw any of your uh, your has beans in. We don't want your uh, your they're not good enough for you, they are certainly not good enough for us. Right, we will be Right back, he says, if you can find it, after this. The Premier League is back, and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. Doesn't that sound good? Premier League is back, eh? Premier it League does. is back. It it sounds good. Now, we're going to look now at, um, <coughs> excuse me, this damn cough, um, we're going to be looking at one to watch. and um, This is going mm. to be new... This is replacing the Craig's team. Uh, mm. And you're going to pick a player from the opposition that you think we should be looking out for. And yeah. um, this is the gentleman you've gone for this week. So tell us about it. It's, uh, it's Trincao.
1: Um, it's a guy that we were linked with quite heavily last season, particularly around the January transfer window um he's come on loan from barcelona uh, you'd have thought that barcelona uh, would want to keep uh, the players they've got now they did that deal i think before they uh they realized that messi was walking out the door so they may be regretting it already whether there is a call back in january i'm not sure but this is a this is a a, a young kid who was <coughs> destined for greatness quite early on um he made his his debut when he, I think he was seventeen for Braga in the in the Portuguese league. Um,
0: Craig, so just to, I'm just going to go and get a drink because my throat. You can hear me coughing there. No so worries, mate. I'm just going to put you full screen so yep, you carry right. on telling us about him, and yep. I'll be back, uh, yep. back as soon as I can. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, so
1: Trincao, really tricky winger, to say well respected at Barca. Barca actually bought him um, from Braga. <laughs> Uh, as a 21-year-old for 31 million euros. Now his goal-scoring record wasn't fantastic, to be honest. Um, it, overall, I think he's he's played 29, uh, 29 games, 39. Sorry, 39 games in total for Braga, uh, and he scored nine goals. Uh, he's a winger. He's, he's a little bit lightweight, but he is a, a very tricky winger. But Barca not only paid 31 million for him, they put a buyout clause in his contract um, of just 500 million euros. That's right. You did hear me right. He has a buyout clause of 500 million euros. Now, I I read that as them thinking that this is going to be some player. Um as I say, he he scored a couple of goals last season when he was playing for Barca. There was, a, I think, he played a game against uh, Alaves or somebody like that when they won four-one, and he scored two. Um, and I heard, um, I think, there was him, Trincao and Pedri, who's the other young player that Barca have got. Um, and somebody said that you know that these two players are well respected because Messi passes to them. Uh, so I think that says it. That says it all. So for Wolves to actually get him, as I say, we were linked with him uh, quite heavily last season. And there was a lot of talk and people were saying there's no way Barca are going to let him go. Um, And to be honest, you know, it is a little bit surprising. There must be some kind of link between, obviously, his Portuguese and whether it's the manager, whether it's the people who are are running Wolves uh, and the the agent there. Um, But... Wolves have done a, a fantastic deal. It is a bit of a coup uh, for them to get him. As I say, if you've got a £500 million buyout clause in your contract, you are thought of as a player. So it'll be interesting to see, see what he does. And I think, I'm think i not sure whether he's going to play right or left. Obviously, they've got Traore, um, who plays predominantly on the right. So I'm expecting him to come up on the left. Although I think for Bartholomew, he played down the right. But he's definitely one to watch, and if he's on his game, I think he's he's going to have a, a big season.
0: Thank you very much for that, and thank you for carrying on um, while I was dying. Um, did one 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 we let it, let it get away? Do you think?
1: Well, it was, as I say, it was a you can't say whether we let him get away because we don't really know whether he was ever in in line to come to us. I know there was definitely uh, interest in him. His name came up a lot lot, um, over a sustained period of time. Usually if if players, like we've seen with Vestergaard, his name has come up quite a lot and we finally got him. So I think there was a definite interest in there, particularly when we were looking for a right winger, because I think he is that kind of right winger who cuts in on his left. Um, Knew that at the time, he wasn't going to get a lot of game time, although he was playing and and he has scored a couple of goals for Barca. But I thought they would keep him, uh, to be honest. And, And as I say, with uh if messi if if they had to make the decision now they may well have have kept him because as i say you you don't get a a 500 million euro buyout clause in your contract if they don't rate you
0: and of course this is Messi, who 12 months ago was going on strike to get out of barcelona and and now was in tears at the fact that he had to leave you know allegedly yes allegedly (laughs) yes um Maybe he should not not uh, not buy his wife a handbag with the crocodile and, and use the tears instead. But um, I, I'm just thinking out loud there. Just thinking out loud. So. Um... We've not got a bad start to the season. We've got Wolves coming up. We're going to have a look at some scores in a minute. <coughs> uh, after that, we've got West Ham on the Monday and Norwich the following Saturday. Uh, and then, obviously, Man City, who we, we know we can beat. <laughs> but I think they might have a few bigger guns back for then. But certainly as the first three games, mm. it, it's it's a chance for us to to, you know, the statement out there isn't
1: it definitely I'm th- I think you've got to be looking at a minimum of seven points if we're uh, if we're realistic <laughs> uh, on on hanging on to the coattails of the top four
0: yeah
1: you do want to get off to a good start and get some points in the bank before the European games uh, kick in which yeah. I think is later on in se- excuse me uh, later on in September yeah um, so yeah it gives us a, a good opportunity to
0: have a strong start and I'm, I'm sure Brendan uh, thinks the same yeah now then, score predictions. Of course, you are well known, Craig, for your three twos. Mm. And, uh, did you actually do actually have a three two last season? Did no, actually... it was more
1: often. It was more, to be fair, it was more often a three one. And was the it? one That's time right.
0: that we had a three one, um, I didn't go for it. <laughs> well, uh, this is why we're not doing you picking the team this season, you know. But um, we've got a couple of additions to. Um, the prediction this week. So this mm. is this is how it's gone with the prediction league. <coughs> Excuse me, and you can find all the information on the website www.leicestertillidie.com uh, forward slash uh, next game. Oh, I've gone two one. Uh, Ian Marshall, who is very heavily involved with the long ball, who's uh, bringing the, uh, the 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 um, prediction league in uh conjunction with us this year uh a football prediction game that's a that's a big part of what ian marshall's doing uh, at the moment he's gone 3-1 steve walsh has gone 2-1 jerry taggart's gone 2-1 tags there he's joined us um steve linux 2-0 he's actually maybe gone back to trying to predict the correct score this season steve and Ian Wilson, welcome along, Ian. Nice to have you with mm-hmm. us. Um, hope you're uh, on the road to recovery, mate. Uh, he's gone. He's gone two nil as well. So we're all, we're all pretty confident it's going to be mm. um, a win for us. Um, <coughs> oh, you're going to you're going to burst the bubble and say nil nil, Craig.
1: No, well, I'm shocked that Ian Marshall's actually gone for us to win a game um, yes. because <laughs> that's quite unusual. He's, he is the, uh, the the bringer of doom. Most times, but honest, I, I honestly, love...
0: I'd, like to, I'd
1: like to call I, it. You know. I, I, lo- I love Marshall, he is nothing if not honest. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know what, I know it may be a surprise, but I'm gonna go for a 3 1, Chris. It's not a surprise at all, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a surprise. No, I'm, I'm confident, I'm, I'm confident. You know, to be honest, you know, I'm struggling with the one because I, I, I think we've looked pretty solid. Um, mm. In the last couple of, of games we've had, you know, obviously the Fafana injury affected us, and we let a couple of goals in. But we were looking comfortable against uh, Villarreal there. <laughs> I, I thought without that injury, would have probably gone on to get four or five. Yeah, uh, and we didn't look in a lot of trouble against Man City. Obviously, I had a couple of players out, but um, knowing Leicester and uh, and set pieces and God knows what, we always like to to give the opposition a chance. So
0: yeah, three one for me. Excuse me. Um, well I, I yeah, I always think being Leicester, I always think we have a goal in we have a mistake in the defense, and mm. uh, and then like I say, always always get one. And if Jimenez is back, then it's law that he'll he'll score on his return. But uh, that is brilliant. Craig, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Nice to have nice to have it back. Proper football. Indeed, looking forward to it, and uh, I'm
1: gonna be uh, shooting off, I think, to uh... Catch the start of the um, of the mid table clash between Brentford and uh, Well,
0: and it Norse is the start. clash. It's not like us. There we go. You see the the FA Cup <laughs> on one side, the Super Cup on the other side. Um, yep. it, it, it's I know you said it was. It was a bit of a queue. It was a bit busy, I believe. <laughs> it was very busy. It took me uh, well over an hour to to get into
1: that point to have the photo taken. But uh, yeah, it's one of those opportunities that I just couldn't uh, couldn't pass by.
0: Of course, of course. I am, say, so, so jealous of you. But well done, mate. Um, See you next week. Hopefully next week we've got another quiz coming in. We just need to yes. confirm that. So the quiz could be back. Quiz of the week. And next Friday, um, possibly for the um pre-West Ham game, which is yes. on, on the Monday, you know. Indeed. Oh, television takes over so soon, doesn't it? <laughs> it, uh, it does it indeed. I think what we're all saying, we're all predicting the win, so fingers crossed for that. Craig, thank you very much, mate. And I'll, uh, You're welcome. I'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Yes, and yeah, the Foxes. you too. Take Bye, care. Everybody. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks to, to Craig there. Hope he has, uh, enjoys uh, Brentford um, beating Arsenal. Like you say, clash of the mid-table teams there. So if you are... Like prediction leagues, uh, and you like joining them? Watch us on Tuesday at seven o'clock. We're a little bit behind, um, and my behind's not that little, but I am with this one. We are doing a prediction league with, uh, in conjunction there, as you saw, <coughs> excuse me, this damn cough You saw there the prediction league's being done in conjunction with the long ball, which is in Marshall. We're going to set up a league on there, Leicester Delight iTV League, uh. We're not starting this weekend because, obviously, the first match is tonight. But if you, if you do fancy joining, we've got a full programme on Tuesday night and we're going to explain it all. But all you need to do in the meantime, if you are interested in joining it, uh, get on to thelongball.com and sign up and, um, and we'll find you and, and add you to the league. I think that's how it works. But Brad's doing it and he's going to have all the answers on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. It's back. Football is back. And I'm back. I am. In 29 minutes, uh, we'll be speaking to Jack from Matchday Vlogs, the Southampton fan site, having a little chat about uh, Mr. Vestergaard. Is he all that? He's certainly a giant. See you in 29 minutes. Good night. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester City TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates
1: and news on Leicester City Football Club.
0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.